What is up, everybody? We are rolling audio here today on episode 27 of The Hotter Show. How are you? Happy Monday. I hope you are doing absolutely phenomenal. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and clicking that play button. You are so, so awesome. If I haven't told you that enough recently, you are awesome. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you taking the time to listen in today to this Payback Review Podcast. What a night it was. Uh, lots of interesting things happened. Um, uh, one pretty big unfortunate event happened, but uh, um, luckily everything seems to have worked out for the better, but I will get into that in just a moment. Um the podcast you were about to listen to was actually recorded last night, about uh, about eleven thirty or so at night, just after payback ended. Uh, myself and of course uh, one half of my wrestling panel, Mr. Brandon Bowden, we sat down to uh, give our thoughts on the night and things of that nature. Um, my day started uh, at about four a.m. because I worked at uh, a morning shift. So forgive me. I'm pretty tired in the podcast. There's a lot of yawning and stuff. I am so sorry, guys. I apologize for that. For me to go through and edit that would take me like five hours. And I just, uh, unfortunately, don't really have the time today. Um, Got to work later and so forth. But uh, hopefully you guys don't mind that so, so much. Um, We collectively really enjoyed the pay-per-view. Um Something happened to kind of put a damper on it, but uh, in all, still a great pay-per-view. You guys can hear all my thoughts about that and everything. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to let me know, uh, either on any of the social medias or anything of that nature, what you guys saw of the pay-per-view. I would love to hear from you guys. Always love to talk to you guys. Before I go any further, I just want to... um, kind of plug some stuff real quick here if you guys bear with me Um, i want to plug myself first off of course uh you can stay in contact with the harder show anything that is going on either by finding us on facebook just facebook.com forward slash the harder show you can also keep up with us on the twitter on the twitter just at the harder show you can also check out to see what is going on Um, via pictures if you're into that kind of thing on the instagram at the harder show and as you guys know there's not one not two but three ways you can listen to the harder show as obviously you're listening to one of these three mediums as i speak here you can listen to the harder show probably probably my main uh My main way right now is off the SoundCloud. I love SoundCloud. Phenomenal website. Um, So easy to use. The app is so easy to download. It's completely free. It doesn't cost you guys a single dime. Really, really awesome. And it doesn't take up a lot of memory on your phone. And probably the best thing about it is I know if you're like me, sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I don't have a a Wi-Fi connection. So I'll have to use my uh, my data, and SoundCloud is great because it is just audio. It does not take up a lot of data. So something to think about, guys. Um, I really enjoy it. You can just find The Harder Show, uh, www.soundcloud.com, which slash The Harder Show. You can also listen to The Harder Show on YouTube. The YouTube is still kind of a new thing I'm getting into. Um, 
I have all the episodes up there. Um, sometimes it, the, the episodes might be a little delayed um, as you are listening to this. If for some reason it is not up on YouTube, forgive me, uh, unfortunately. Sometimes there's a bit of a delay. Uh, it does take a while sometimes to process and upload, but uh, I always upload around, them all around the same time. So hopefully um, that's not too much of an issue, but uh, you can find us on on, on uh, YouTube, just either by following the links on the Harder Show Facebook page, or just go on the uh, YouTube search bar, pop in the Harder Show, we will pop right up. And absolutely last but not least, you can also listen to The Harder Show on iTunes. Um, probably the easiest way to listen to The Harder Show. Um, you just go on iTunes, you subscribe to The Harder Show. You leave us a nice rating and review. I always appreciate it. And uh, once you subscribe to the iTunes, The Harder Show will automatically be downloaded onto your listening device, whether it be your computer, your iPhone, your iPod, your iPad. It doesn't matter. It is so easy. You don't even have to think about it. Every Thursday and Sunday and occasional Monday um, and any other things I do on the iTunes, um, it will be automatically downloaded to your phone, iPad, iPod, computer. It's so easy, guys. I want my, my goal with The Harder Show is to make this show as accessible as possible. I know in the past there's been some issues that have been brought to my attention about people not being able to listen to The Harder Show um, just due to certain medium restrictions and so forth. So hopefully that is all solved now. Be sure to let me know if uh, you guys have any, any issues or anything. Everything seems to be working great. So really happy with everything so far. Thank you to everybody who has already liked, subscribed, rated, commented, follow, anything like that. The support has still been amazing. Um, I don't think I mentioned it on podcast, but we actually just hit 100 likes on Facebook, which is awesome. Thank you guys so, so much. I appreciate every single one of you who has taken the time to like us, share the page, anything like that. You know how much I love you guys for it. And one more thing real quick. I have to give a big, big shout out uh, to Mr. Jason Reese of jbirddigitalarts.com because if you guys notice, the Harder Show is all new logos and graphics. I loved, loved the old logo and graphic that my uncle did. I still love it. Um, I'm going to use it for something. I'm not sure what yet. Um, but I really love that graphic as well. Um, Jason was just nice enough to kind of, he sent me all this stuff and it, it's really crisp and clean and I, I wanted to throw it up. Um, I really dug the, uh, dug kind of the simplistic color scheme. I guess if that makes sense, uh, really, really dig it. Uh, it shows up on everything really, really well. More simplistic designs tend to have that, um, phenomenal stuff jason does absolutely awesome awesome work he also did all the great he's doing all the graphics for the uh the episode 30 live cast that's coming up in a couple weeks here um be sure to check out the event for that and let me know if you are going or not if you're interested be sure to comment in the event page asking questions of any kind if you uh, want me to answer them on the stream but jason like I said, he does awesome work. Um, really great guy. Really fair pricing. If anyone needs any kind of logos or promotional posters, any digital art, really, he, he does album designs. I, I've seen him do tattoos, things like that, at least designing the tattoos and stuff. I've seen him do all kinds of stuff. Any bands that need anything, hit him up. Any companies that need anything, hit him up. Like I said, awesome guy. Great work. Extremely fair pricing. You can check him out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jbird that's j-a-y-b-i-r-d dot 
digital.arts. And you can also check him out on the web, on his awesome looking website that I'm sure he designed himself. Um, go on, it's just www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That's www.jaybirddigitalarts.com. Without further ado, thank you for letting me get some stuff in. We're going to head over to the Payback Review Podcast. Like I said, uh, both a little tired when we were doing this, so forgive us if uh, the energy kind of gets a little low sometimes, but uh, once we kind of get into things, it picks up a bit. Hope you guys enjoy it. Again, be sure to let me know what you guys thought of the pay-per-view. Let's get into it. I just got finished watching WWE Payback. It is currently Sunday evening, uh, pretty late. Uh, it's about uh, about eleven thirty-three, and um, I wanted to get this podcast out run right away since I am still sitting with Man, uh, who I just finished watching the pay per view with. Uh, man, you guys have come to know exceptionally well. Um, he is one half of my uh, wrestling panel. Uh, unfortunately, we could not be joined by the other member of the wrestling panel. Uh, such is the way. So we're going to just knock this one out here ourselves. Um, pretty interesting pay-per-view. Uh, lots of uh, interesting things happened. Uh, a pretty big unfortunate incident also happened. We're going to talk about that in full. But first... Let me introduce you to the man who is currently sitting to my left. Um, I'm currently sitting in his basement as we just finished watching the pay-per-view literally like 20 minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, the gimmick man of the Hotter Show Wrestling Panel, Brandon Mountain. I like that name, the gimmick, the gimmick, the, gi- the gimmick man. I can't the gi- say gi- it, gi- like, gimmick man. The gimmick man. Yeah, we're, we're both pretty tired. Um, yeah. Long day. My day started about four o'clock this morning. Um, so uh, we're pretty tired, but but I do not let anybody down with the podcast. I said a podcast would be up Monday, and I am making it happen. So thank you for joining me and helping me out with this. Oh, of course. Um, it was a pretty intimidating thing to have to do on my own. But um, we are just going to kind of jump right into this, guys. Uh, no fancy intros or music or anything today. I just kind of wanted to get this out and get this taken care of. Um so we're just going to jump into it. If there's nothing quickly you have anything to add or say, nope. or, we're just going to jump right into it then. So right off the bat, um, in the uh, predictions episode, uh, the card was a, it was a little different, I think, than we uh, we maybe thought it was going to be. But, That's uh, becoming a pattern with WWE, though, to change the card on the fly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much become the norm. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm a little, getting a little, eh. I was pretty not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, as you would know, because you were there, yep. um, with the car change, but um, it is what it is. I digress. Uh, so this first match that we're going to discuss here uh, is the uh, Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler match, which was the kickoff match of the kickoff show for Payback. And uh, this is a match I was, I was a little surprised to see it on the kickoff show. I mean, I get it now. But I was pretty ticked off to see it on the kickoff show, only because I was like, you know, like, come on. 
it deserved better. You know, the whole kickoff thing, it, it just bothers me. But um, we had, um, I had Corbin going over in the match. As did I. Um, and we were actually both wrong. But uh, such is the way when you're doing predictions for WWE pay-per-views. Um, was a decent match. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them go a little bit longer. But uh, that is kind of how it goes when you're on the kickoff show. Um, I think uh, both guys look great. Um, I may not completely agree with how the match ended. Um, but uh, the whole roll-up thing, I mean, it works. It didn't make Baron Corbin look any worse. Um, it didn't make Dolph look absolutely great. I'm sure we will see them fight again, probably on the next kickoff show for Extreme Rules. Um, interesting rivalry, definitely helping Corbin kind of get me to get over a little bit as a heel. His new entrance in that looks great. He, I think he looked great in the match, everything he did. I, I was surprised they changed it to the pre-show. Yeah. Kickoff show, I should, I should say. But then once it happened, it kind of really wasn't because it was one of those matches where there wasn't like a crazy big build for it, but that was a lot of matches on this card. But I, I liked I liked the result because it kind of builds towards Ziggler and Corbin doing more with each other. Yeah. And Ziggler's the one guy you want with Corbin, like we mentioned in the predictions video. Oh, absolutely. Podcast. He's the one guy you want working with him. So if, the longer he works with Ziggler, the better he's going to look and probably the better he's going to get. Oh, absolutely. Working with Ziggler is only going to benefit Corbin. And, I mean, I could tell that he's been putting some work in because he looked really, really good tonight. I oh, was yeah, really, really – and I, I like Corbin. I've liked Corbin from the moment I laid eyes on him, and he's only getting better. And, you know, I liked his new tights, mm-hmm. you know. He's always had that kind of cool, like, unique militant biker look to him. And militant biker. Militant I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> militant <laughs> biker with skulls and shit. And, um it was a very good match. I forgot to mention that we do do a little bit of a rating system yep. uh, here. Um, forgive me, guys. It's a little late. I'm a little tired. But uh, like I said, I did not want to miss this. I wanted to get this out to you guys. So we're rolling with it. Um, this match here, not really much else to say about it for me. Um, it was a good match. I said on the review it was probably going to be my match of the night. I was definitely mistaken. Um, still great, though. I give it a solid 7 out of 10. I'm going to give it a six because I think that Ziggler might have not had his A game tonight. I think Ziggler needed to even bring a little more to the match because he's working with a young kid, or at least a guy who's still a little green, mm-hmm. at least when it comes to the WWE product. Yeah, he's, he's new so, to the main roster. Like Ziggler, I think they said Ziggler, so let's feel him out tonight because they've had a few matches with him, but like he hasn't really had a chance to feel out Corbin yet. I think he's still feeling out Corbin. I think by the time they get to the Extreme Rules, if they have another match, I think we're going to see... Uh, a very different match, a, very, a longer match as well. I think tonight was just feeling it out, see how they feel, and it's a big step for Corbin to be on a pay-per-view as well. So. Oh, yeah, like he's had a pretty big push. I mean, yeah. all things considered, uh, first the WrestleMania and then now this. So if things are only going to get better for Corbin, I think the next uh, pay-per-view we see him and Dolph, I think we're going to see them go out again, like I said, and it's going to be... I don't think it's too long till. He goes after Kalisto as well. Oh, yeah. I see that happening. I see him uh, maybe even soon. I, don't know. I mean, you have this whole he's a little guy, takes down big guys thing. Maybe Corbin's the one, the next big guy he's going to try and take out. Yeah, it works. And that's a perfect segue because uh, we are professionals. <laughs> Mr. Professional Radio Broadcaster over here. Um, um, rolling into the uh, 
Kalisto versus Ryback match for the United States Championship. Now, once again, uh, I predicted that uh, Ryback was going to win this match. Again, I did as well. And we were both wrong. Yep. Once again. Um, still enjoyed the match. It was a very good match. It was, I was a lot really... better than the WrestleMania kickoff match. Oh, that yeah. Had together. And it, something funny that was pointed out to me on Twitter um, uh, Ryback, his, the belt he had apparently, I, I didn't I haven't seen a picture of it or anything yet, but apparently it said pre show stopper, <laughs> which, I mean, that popped me because I was like, okay, Ryback. Like, it shows Ryback's got a sense of humor for the yeah, fact that Ry- they're not using him at all. Yeah, Ryback Kump came out and he mocked CM Punk's entrance. And that was, because at first I was like, is he actually doing it? And then I'm like, oh yeah, Ryback's getting the heat. But then he realizes they're in Chicago. Yeah. Well, that's why. CM Punk's hometown, that's why he wanted to get that heat. He did it, and I, I, it was just a I big wonder if, I wonder, if, I wonder if like an agent told him, like, here, I got something for you to do. Yeah. I would have liked to see him go all the way and put the hands on the side of the face and kind of put your head down and go to sleep, but... I would have liked to have seen him do the whole thing. It's clobbering time. Or just like, it's feeding time. Like, and or clobber. It's feeding and or clobbering time. Like, just get the... Because, I mean, that you know that that pisses Ryback off. That whole CM Punk bullshit. Oh, yeah. but it is what it is. We're not going to talk about CM Punk here tonight. We do not talk about CM Punk on this podcast. Um, no no hate for CM Punk. It was a really good uh, match, though. There's a couple of false finishes that were pretty close. Yeah, definitely. I was still surprised Kalisto went over. I think I don't know how much longer Ryback's going to be in the company at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little. I'm worried. Like I, I say, you know, I always, I've always liked Ryback. Um, I don't really understand why he gets so much bullshit from the fans. Because I mean, you, you listen to him, like you know, in interviews and stuff, and like he's so passionate about the business. He's such a positive guy. He does work very hard, and fans just shit on him. I, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, Maybe lately has he been a little stale, sure, but this match he definitely stepped it up big time, and they looked that both of them looked great. Um, Ring of Honor's licking their chops right now, thinking that maybe Skip Sheffield's coming to them. So yeah, Skip Sheffield, um, that friggin' Spinebuster. That was that, that was rocked. beautiful. Was I was brutal. like, holy shit! Like that was very very good. But I mean, there was a lot of great spots in the match. Um, definitely a very good match. Uh, I think we're gonna see Kalisto run with the title for a little bit. No. Until he runs into Baron Corbin. Yeah, maybe that's what the next uh, the next thing's going to be. I, I kind of th- our prediction was that Kalisto was going to drop the title of Ryback and that he'd go back to be in a tag team with. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, um, that may not be the case. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, I'm, uh, well, my, the segways are or he might ha- he might have to get back in the tag team. Yeah, actually, that's true. There might yeah. be a shortage right now. Yeah, that's true. Actually, um, so this match, Kalisto versus Ryback, uh, Kalisto going over. Obviously, uh, I give the match a seven out of ten. I'm I'm gonna be pretty generous tonight. Like I I really enjoyed the pay per view. Mm, it was um, actually really well done yeah. pay per view. Like there's some things, but you know, yeah, there's like some things in every pay per view. Yeah, and there's obviously things they can't control, but. Definitely a solid match. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, for sure. Agreed. It was, uh, I expected it to be just a repeat of WrestleMania 32 kickoff, and it yeah. was just being a very lackluster match. And But no, they actually came, they actually delivered this time. And I don't, I don't know if one of them was maybe not 100% when the match was going on at WrestleMania, but this was like 100% better. So I could yeah. give it yeah, 7.5, actually. Yeah, it was a great match. I mean, the only reason I didn't give it higher is, um, I, I maybe would have liked to have seen Ryback go over only because I, I, I think in a way I feel bad for Ryback, but 
That is what it is. Maybe I'll do a podcast on Ryback. Maybe I'll we'll have Ryback on the podcast. There you go. What the hell? I'll just call him skip. up and say, yo, uh, yo Ryback, want to be on the hottest show? And he'll be like, absolutely. I love your podcast, brother. Be a damn uh, skip you love the podcast, yeah. <laughs> but uh, segueing into the next match here, um, this is a totally serious, serious thing here. Um, the... Uh, Number one contendership for the tag team championships. Uh, first, the New Day came out. They were awesome. The New Day is always awesome. We love the New Day here on the Hotter Show. Yep. Unless you're the heel of Ryan Wood. But he is not here, so his opinion does not matter right now. Not at all. You're sitting with two big fans of the New Day. Brandon's definitely much more of a fan than I am. But... Oh, Chicago! <laughs> Can't be quite as loud as usual, but uh, definitely big fans of the New Day. Um we were looking forward to this match so much. Enzo and Cass came out, and they had, you know, I thought the pop was going to be a little bigger. I'm not going to lie. Um, but the second they, they started. They get the bigger in, pop when they come out. They don't get yeah, the, the song doesn't get as big of a pop. It's kind of a weird, like, almost delayed reaction. Because mm. it's like their music hits, and they're like, oh, yay. Then they come up, and it's like, wah! I'm like, holy shit. Um, they came out, and Enzo did his thing, and it was great. They looked great. Enzo had the little uh, little poo on his uh, on his tights. Poo on the butt on the that tights. was awesome. It was so good, and the match was going great. The VOD villains came out and they got a good reaction too. You could tell the teams were ready to go. It was, and the match that we saw was phenomenal. Yeah. It was going great. They were definitely building to Enzo get, taking a big beating and then tagging in big cast for the yeah. hot tag, and you know. Um, but unfortunately, as can happen in wrestling, which is why I get really hot about people who just bash the product and don't respect the in-ring performers and that. And it really pisses me off. And it's because of situations like this. Because unfortunately, uh, during the match, um, Simon Gotch went to go kind of throw Enzo uh, out of the ring. And Enzo obviously was going to baseball slide out. Yeah. As is He just didn't get low enough. Totally normal a, spot. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I just didn't quite get low enough in here. Uh, I saw a couple of people blaming Simon Gotch on Twitter. It's like, no. No, fuck Enzo off. Enzo didn't get down low enough. He's, fuck off. It was just a... It was it was, just, he's uh, done it a thousand times. He just did it wrong. It was just, yeah, it was no one's fault. But um, if you guys don't know what happened during the match was uh, Enzo went for that baseball slide. Simon was throwing him. And for whatever reason, uh, unfortunately, Enzo... He smacked his head off the second rope, kind of like After a whiplash hitting, yeah, effect. He hit the rope and then whiplashed into the canvas, into the hitting his head into it, and then he was... He slid out. And at first, the initial reaction, um, you heard the New Day were at ringside as well. They were hanging out eating popcorn and pizza, and that was great. It was yeah, and Xavier popped like Joey Styles because yeah. he, uh, he wasn't aware of the situation. Yeah. Yet, so like, oh, my God! And like... But then everything got serious. Yeah, really and Simon Gotts kind of came out of the ring, and the ref was checking on Enzo, and he went to go pick him up, and the ref just shoved him away. Yeah, like I, he, like I think Simon Gotch almost went in there to kind of like, but he was checking. Yeah, he wasn't doing it in the sense of, I mean, those guys have been working together for a long time. Yeah, and Simon went in there to you know kind of make it look like he was going in to go back in, but he was checking with the ref. You you could tell. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, when Enzo hit the ropes, it was a very brutal, brutal hit, whiplash yeah. effect. He slammed his head into that mat. I mean, definitely um, a very brutal thing to witness. He was out. I mean, he, there was nobody home. No. There's been tons of different reports as far as people say, oh, he was snowing at ringside because he was, like, literally out. And when that happens, that's, like, the worst kind of concussion you can get. Yeah. Because you're literally out. Yeah. Um, big, big ups to the announce team. 
JBL, Michael Cole, Byron Sachs, because they kept the shit going. Not only that, but to Kevin Dunn as well. Yeah. You notice how the cameras were not on ends of the whole Yeah, night. and they shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, Especially this, you, you're so, una- you're, you're so, like, uh, you don't know exactly what it is and how yeah. serious it is. Like, now looking, like, now we know that it's a concussion. It doesn't seem to be much more than that. But and at the fine. time, yeah. But at the time, you didn't know what was going on. Like, it looked like he could have broken his neck. I was, I was just, I mean, I was heartbroken because it, it uh, I mean, you never want to see anybody get hurt. No. Um, and that looked, and it could have been so much. I mean, we don't know. WB reported that it's just a concussion. It's They're a concussion. doing some more testing stuff. They said stuff. he was moving his extremities and communicating, which is yeah, that's huge awesome. Like, like guys that break their necks, their extremities sometimes aren't moving at all. Yeah, so it's it's awesome that he he seems to be. I mean, it's definitely a major concussion. He's going to miss some time. Yeah. Regard. Maybe we'll see him cut promos. I don't know, but he's going to miss some time. Uh, it's a horrible thing that happened. Um, just really thankful he's all. He seems to be okay. I think uh, in the end, if it is his. It sounds it's like a concussion, but if he does get better and everything goes well, I see it almost being a blessing in disguise because when they, he comes back, it's gonna be even. Yeah, they're he gonna. He is going to get a pop. <laughs> yeah, because that was a really horrific thing, and I mean, you saw how concerned Big Cash was at ringside. Oh, he was. Um, he was like down. in tears. He was just especially because again, you didn't know what was like. I thought like. He might be fighting for his life. Yeah, there. Like, I did too. And I, I think was, that's what uh, Cass was thinking at first because it was bad. They got when you said like first thing you saw was the ref give the X. This and and um, let me let me just let me just say this real fucking quick here because this this I was I mean you were you know how hot I was getting extremely hot like when the referee throws up that X, mm-hmm. you stupid internet fucking marks when he throws up that fucking X. This shit is there's no oh it's a work brother no no. Those refs are under strict, strict fucking orders. They only do that if there is a serious, serious injury. If the, if, this, if a ref giving the X was a work, we'd see it more. Yes. Is there Has there been times where the ref has thrown up the X and it's been a work? Yes. But you can fucking tell the difference. Yeah. The look on that referee's face, the look on Big Cash's face, the look on Michael Cole's face. Well, that's the thing. They, 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 they cut were to terrified. The they cut to the announcers, yeah. and I haven't heard Michael Cole that concerned since Jerry Lawler's yeah. heart attack, and that, I'm pretty sure Jerry Lawler's heart attack wasn't a work. Yeah, and and anyone who says that this is a big work and they just didn't want to, they didn't want Enzo and Cash to lose and blah, 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 all this shit, and I'm just like, are you, like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry, but I needed to get that. It just, like, just, what is, what is... Like, when does it stop all being a big fucking joke to you people? I don't know. What, whatever the fuck. I'm not aiming this at all wrestling fans or all internet wrestling fans. It's just the specific fans. Y'all probably know what I'm talking about. I, think there's a bit, I don't think there's that many that would say, oh, it was No, work. no, it there's was... A, there's a select special few that say, oh, it was work and all that. And those people are, you know, you're entitled to your opinion no matter how stupid and wrong it is. Yeah, that... <laughs> That's it. It just. It, it I'm just, just gonna tell you, you're, you're you're stupid and it's wrong. You're literally you are stupid and you are wrong. And if Chris Jericho was here, he'd call you a stupid idiot. You're a stupid idiot. Come on, you stupid idiot. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, you should get that sound bite for the podcast. Yeah, I really should. Just every I'm time more, you're talking about that kind of stuff. Oh, get up, you stupid idiot! Uh, I, I just go off on it because it just it it physically made me angry. Because I was very concerned about it. Because I love and respect. And Twitter blew up like yeah, everybody was like, the support for him. I mean, I think some people kind of maybe jumped the gun a little bit. Some people like, oh, Pray for Enzo is like okay, uh, like it looked bad, but I I had the sense because like I watch a lot of sports. 
I yeah. watch a lot of sports. You watch a lot of, like, like sports, I, I watch dude, a lot like, of hockey. I watch a lot of football. I've seen guys get hit, get hit that way in the same kind of, uh, like, situation. And it's serious, but never usually life-threatening. So when I saw it, I'm like, he's hurt. But praying for him, like, pray for Enzo tweets that were going out, I'm like, I don't know if it goes that far. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't wanna, hurt anything, I, I, but... Honestly, it's like, you know, you want to... <coughs> you pray he's not... You know, yeah, that's more. One, that's my he's thing. You know, still gonna be able to wrestle, but it's like, just like calm down. You know, with the with the movements and all that. But, yeah, I mean, it's. But it, obviously, obviously, that match ended in no contest, so we can't really. Get yeah, that I mean, match we didn't. We should. Yeah, we didn't really get a um, an official ruling on it, but I mean, I think we can all safely assume it was a no contest. I'm sure we will see that match again, and it's going to be wonderful. And that's just mm-hmm. all we're going to say on it. Our thoughts are with Enzo. Um, the last update we got was that he was. Uh, he was doing a lot better. Um, that it's a concussion. Yeah, so. over to, he he po- tested positive for a concussion, obviously. Yeah. But tested negative for almost everything else so far, and That's he's communicating. Awesome. Extremities yeah. are going, so he looks he looks like he's gonna be okay. Yeah, definitely. Thoughts out to Enzo. Um, I'll be sure to keep you guys updated. Um, if anything uh, comes out, I will uh, be sure to let you guys know if you guys haven't heard already. But uh, moving on from that, um, the next match was uh, these guys. Um, because of what happened, what we just discussed, I give these guys even more credit yeah. already. Um, and this was, I, I think this was the match of the night. I think it has to be. I disagree. It's, it, it's an opinion thing. You're wrong, but that's okay. Um, true TJ Hotter fashion. You're, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. Um, I think the only reason I really say, I wasn't, okay, let, let me rephrase. I don't think it was match of the night, but these guys Definitely deserve so much credit because having to follow what just happened, not only did they need to do everything they could to take the fans' minds off that, but Kevin Owens is a rides with Enzo and Gas. So when Kevin Owens came out, he still had his swagger and everything, and he was still you could could see in his eyes he was he was. Freaking out, and he probably didn't know until he sat down at commentary what was going on. They yeah. probably gave him an update over the break. Just like he's he's like he's like moving and stuff. And um, so the and match obviously, tell, and you could tell after the match was over, like he had cooled off. Yeah, he was, and that leads he's to the next match. Stuff, like he was and... he was feeling a little better because of the fact, like you could tell because he got on commentary after the match, and, and he was on. He was fire. He really was. Oh and my! You could tell that maybe something had to lift it off his shoulders. Maybe. Definitely, and I mean. So obviously the match we're talking about is uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Um, definitely a phenomenal, phenomenal match. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was going to be a great match. I was so. I was expecting them to kill each other. So yeah. I, like for well, me, I, and I like, think they I think they would have yeah. gone a little bit harder. Like I don't know I I feel like they were going to take a lot more risk because of everything that happened. I feel like this is the first match in a long rivalry, so it's not going to. They're not going to go. Cr- I think people yeah. were expecting a lot out of this match. Was I was kind of expecting a. Basic wrestling match. I wasn't expecting a whole, basically whole lot. Was, so. Which it was. It was a very good wrestling match. There was a lot of really Double cool spots. spots. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Kevin Owens doing his usual trash Kevin talking Owens. in the middle. That His five-star frog splashes are getting better. Yeah. Oh. He's getting some crazy elevation. I love his five-star frog splashes. And the thing is, is he does it properly. Because, like, when you do a splash off the top row, I don't care who you are. If you're the Usos, if you're Sasha Banks, whoever the fuck you are. You can't tell me that does not hurt. Oh, it would hurt. And I love that 
Kevin Owens, just like Rob Van Dam used to do. He is that five star, and there is a difference between a five star and a frog, and a frog splash. splash. We'll get that in another time. Um, there is a big difference. Um, he hits that what five star. More? Yeah, he hits that five star, and he sells it for a couple seconds first. He kind of goes. Oh, I think it's also on. an effective way to protect the move as well, because you know a guy like Rob Van Dam, that was his finishing move. Exactly. Uh, holding on, like kind of hitting it and selling for a couple seconds to let, allow the, you know, the, your competitor to recover almost in a way. Yeah. And then try to pin them and then have them kick out. It protects the move as well as, you know, helps you sell. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I'm sure that Kevin Owens has a lot of respect for Rob Van Dam. I think most oh, yeah. wrestlers do. Um, but both guys look great. Sami Zayn and him, like they did, they did great. Again, needing to kind of bring attention to any if anyone is. Which made me a little disappointed with the match. To kind of think about what was going on. I guess we will definitely see them again. These are like because Enzo, Cass, Owen, Zayn. These are four guys who have known yeah. each other for a long time. So we we I think everyone needs to kind of keep that in mind. They tore the house down. Regardless, I think um, great great match. Um, I give it a seven and a half out of ten. I'm gonna go with a seven just because, like, I know all they were going through and all that, but. It's because it's going. I I can only get so far. I can only give them a ten on that penultimate like SummerSlam match we're gonna see mm-hmm. between them, right? And yeah. if, I, if I started a nine now, how am it's I supposed gonna... to give that match a fifteen or something like that? Exactly. <laughs> you know? No, I hear. I hear what you're starting at a seven because they're gonna tear the house down in the next yeah. couple pay per views. Yeah, I I feel like the the Intercontinental Division is gonna be soaring over the next couple oh, of months, yeah. and I'm so because that's my that's my, my favorite title. Yep. Um, leaning into the next match. Um, the Intercontinental title yes. match. Yes. Well, first we should mention uh, Kevin Owens' friggin'. Side uh, of the saying, have Byron Kev, Saxton Kev, interview well, him. Well, now hang on. He, he had he called Byron Saxton in the ring, but the interview him. But Byron Saxton had the audacity to interrupt his celebration. He was obviously trying to make Byron Saxton a star. Absolutely. He's trying to make Byron Saxton the next Mean Gene Okerlund. So I, you know, I, I think if you're Byron Saxton, you're supposed to appreciate. The fact that somebody's trying to help Absolutely. you become more and, than what you already And are. you just fuck up and you're an idiot. You and know? then he buried him when he decided to join the commentary team for the next uh, match. So um, Kevin Owens decided, uh, because Baron Corbin invited him to do commentary, uh, which was very nice of Baron, Baron Corbin Saxton. to do. Sorry, Byron Saxton. I just said Baron, no, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Apologize, guys. Like I said, I'm I'm a little sleepy. He's getting Byron and Baron really uh, mixed up. I'm close, close enough. At least I didn't say Chris Jericho, I guess. But... Um, uh, Pretty funny. Kevin Owens. I got a kick out of Kevin Owens. He's amazing. Oh, my God. He's the best heel I have right now. Just shut up, Byron. (laughs) Shut up, Byron. And just, so so Michael Cole says to him during, it's, oh, well, so who would you uh, like to fight out of of the both of them? He's just like, I don't really care, but I'd like to fight you right now, Michael Cole. Like, (laughs) just so good. But, um. And I loved it when we came, they came back, because they did, like, short little commercial breaks, mm -hmm. like, promos for, like, Camp WWE and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they just come back, and Sammy, or Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens is just wearing JBL's hat. And JBL. Could not give a damn. Because he loves Kevin Owens. He's just like, oh, I love him, Michael. I love him, Michael. I'll give him my hand, Michael. Um, it was great. Kevin Owens on commentary definitely made this match. Uh, definitely made Literally, it. Literally, I barely remember the match. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember, remember the all match, of, like, but... Owens' shots at yeah. Byron Saxton and so Michael good. Cole. I, I think that definitely helped. Um, kind of oh, lighten... It, 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 it lightened the mood. It, I think once we heard... It lightened the mood big time. Because I think we were, we were very... Uh, I was very... I was very, yeah. like... Um, Apprehensive to enjoy the show after what I kind of was Enzo. too, yeah. And then once I started hearing Owens just be, just Kevin Owens, just going on a tear, just a prick. on Michael Cole and Byron Saxon. I'm like, okay, I feel a little better about this now. Yeah, I definitely did too. And I mean, 
Um, I'm sure that was already pre-planned and everything, but if it wasn't and that was a last-minute decision, that's beautiful. Yeah. Because that was great. Um, but uh, obviously the match we're talking about is uh, the Intercontinental Championship match, the Miz versus Cesaro. The Miz with Maurice, excuse me, because that's very important that we get that in lovely, there. Lovely, lovely pairing right there. Um, the two of them, it, it, it's beautiful because that is the perfect example of a valet because she hasn't doesn't really do anything else. She is the Miz starting wrestle. to remind you more and more of Randy Savage? No. Really, he is to me kind of. Not even. He's got his wife there. He's, yeah, the that, most, he's, he's one of the most uh, eccentric dressers in the on the roster. He's over as a heel. Okay, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, kind of an interesting. He rips. Match. He rips promos really well. I don't think he's Macho Man Randy Savage. Level They're two up. different promos, two promo guys, but mm-hmm. the, both of them could what deliver promos. Yeah, that's a pretty big compare. I get what you're saying. That's a pretty big comparison. I'm starting to see shades of. Obviously, they're not the same guy, but I'm starting to see shades of Randy Savage in the Miz. Actually, I'm going to put it this way: I'm starting to see shades of Macho King Randy Savage. Okay, all right. In the Miz right now. Fair enough. Um, well, that's a perfect uh, example of a valet adding so much. And don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing Maurice to Ms. Elizabeth. No, no, that's not even... They're completely different creatures sort of thing. You know, Maurice is loud and, you know, obnoxious. obnoxious And where Ms. Elizabeth was very uh, confined. But also, you could say Maurice is maybe more like Sensational Sherry. Yeah. Which, if if I'm not mistaken, she was with... The Macho King. Yes. Exactly. So she's not like Miss Elizabeth, but maybe a little more like Sensational Sherry. I'm yeah. seeing that more and more of those two. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's a really great pairing, even just doing their entrance together. Like, it just works. And I mean, yeah. um, they had the red carpet out for Yeah, them, it's yeah. great. And I mean, the, the funniest thing about the whole thing is when I they were. I'm going to catch so much heat for comparing the Miz to. You are going to catch so much heat. Oh, I just want to say, guys, <laughs> that was not me saying that. That was Brandon. <laughs> you can hit him up on Facebook. Uh, your average noob, really? uh, hit him up because I had so many dirty. You're gonna, emails. you're gonna, you, I, I, yeah. I, I can't. I, I I'm, understand. I'm, I'm selling here. I understand what you're saying. I, I get the comparison. I'm just not making it myself. <laughs> that's 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 all I have to say about that. Um, but one thing that I thought was kind of interesting, um, I noticed like there's people always say would say it about the Miz and Maurice. They're like, what the hell is she doing with the Miz? Like really though. Like, she could pretty much have any man she wants. She's with the Miz. He's a good-looking dude. And I say, I you know what? That. Look at the way that she looks at him. That ain't a work. No. Even when they're in the ring, like, she's looking at him, like, when they're doing their entrance. He just, he's just kind of, like, motions to her to come and give him a kiss or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to lie, the, the relationship guy in me. I was just like, aww. See, I haven't met the cute. relationship guy in me for years, so I forgot what. His, yeah. I forgot what his, what his gimmick is. Yeah, I've gone soft, um, but not S A W. There's only so. one, one word to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you. S A W F T. Soft. Feel better, Enzo. Feel better, Enzo. You bona fide G and you certified stud. They certified G and bonafide stud. Whatever the fuck. I'm tired. I, I suck. Um, but the match was... Eh, I, can, I was so, It was so overshadowed by Owens' commentary. Yeah. And I, th- I think we should say um, Cesaro's new character, um, it's interesting. I kind of hate that he... Ha- I, I feel like he kind of... En- he, he must be enjoying it. Half his entries is him taking apart his cuffs. Yeah. 
I'm not a fan of the whole suit ripping off thing. I think that's kind of lame, but that's just me personally. I, if it wasn't for his actual song that he comes out to, because I love that song, yeah, I, don't, I probably would hate it. Yeah, but that's just me. I'm just him coming out in a suit is great because he's a dude who you see him in a suit and you're like, that guy's a badass. Yeah, but yeah. then the whole ripping it off, I'm like, uh, but it is what it is. A lot of people like it. I love Cesaro in the ring. He's always been great in the ring. Um, he's good in the ring. I'm not. He's very kind of. Like, I don't want to say clumsy because he's obviously not clumsy. Mm-hmm. He's just not my style of the ring. Yeah, you're he's just not, not a big a big fan of him, and that's no, not. that's not a big deal. Um, I'm but, starting to become a bigger and bigger fan of the Miz, though. Yeah, I am too. That the Miz really won me over tonight. Um, he's the a great like classic heel. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't think that the Miz is a he's a veteran. He's a veteran, and people. And they're like, oh my god, are you serious? You think the Miz is a veteran? He is. Look how long he's been around for. Over 10 years. Solid work output. Ever since he's been put in the mid-card level or the main event status level, he's always put out solid work. Always. And um, I, always I used to give him crap because he's always like making a movie or something like that, but I understand why he makes movies now. I do too. Like, he's, so, he's got the charisma, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure when he retires from wrestling, that's the venture he's going to take. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, it's entertainment, folks. He's an entertaining dude. Um, but the match was great. Um, you know, maybe a little for- overshadowed by Kevin Owens' commentary, but it made the match great. Um, Sami Zayn running in to attack Owens. Kind of set up something. Yeah, it set up something. The second that happened, I went fatal four-way. I knew the Miz was going to retain when that happened. Um, I don't... I, I think I had... We, do we have Cesaro going over or the Miz? I, I don't recall. I had the Miz then because I just didn't... Yeah, I think, I think I had Cesaro going over. Um, it's pretty sad that I don't remember. I should have looked it up, but it is what it is. I'm pretty sure the whole time I thought the Miz was just going to retain because I think the the Miz has, has that long run in him. Oh, he definitely has the run in him. Um, I mean, I would like to eventually see. There's another thing: Macho Man and the Miz, both Intercontinental Champions. Oh, just stop with that. Technically, gonna... we've never seen the Miz and Randy Savage in the same place. Oh yeah, I'm the Miz. <laughs> no, just no. Nah. No. Again, guys, this is not me talking about this. <laughs> this is Brandon Bowden. He lives at... No, I'm just kidding. His phone number is 905... No. 777. 7776. You pick one. You pick, you pick the last number. It's, it's between zero and nine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, great match. Set up for the Fatal 4-Way. I'm sure we'll probably see that at Extreme Rules. Um, decent match. Um, great to see Cesaro back in the WWE doing his uh, his uppercuts and his big swings and stuff. He swang. Yeah, he Miz swang the 30 Miz. Seconds. That was awesome. And you know the Miz is just like, it, it, you know, like like when Cesaro sets you up for that swing, it's like. That's one move you don't have to yeah. sell. It's people, people always say they're like, oh, it's just a dumb move. It's a gimmick move from like the friggin' 70s and 60s. Now? Have that done to you and then try getting up. And then try getting up and wrestling a match. (laughs) And not only did... And, like... I mean, The Miz is a pretty small guy, so for Cesaro to do it to him, it's easy. But, like... Still, it's a, it's an impressive feat. He started he started doing it as a rib. They should have like the uh, the Cesaro spin challenge where he like tries mm-hmm. to spin like the biggest guys in WWE. Like yeah. Mark Henry comes out. Well, and he's like, done it. Bitch can't big. spin me, bro. I can read. He's had some pretty big spins, but it's just funny how um, I don't remember what I think he was on. I think it was a talk, Talkers Jericho. He was talking about how he started doing that move as a rib. Yeah. On the boys, he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you a giant spin," and they're like, "No, you're not, motherfucker!" Like, not. And then he just pick him up and start spinning him around, and it was a big joke, but it got over. He was the king of swing. It got him over. So king of swing. Pretty interesting. But um, I enjoyed the match. Um, I'm giving out a lot of 7 out of 10s tonight. 
just because I think pretty much the paper pay per view overall, I'm probably probably would give it like a seven and a half or eight, just because I think it was a solid pay per view. Um, I I enjoyed the rivalry. Uh, I love the Miz's. The Miz is the main reason I'm giving it a seven out of ten is because yeah. I love what he's doing. Him and Maurice are great together. Um, the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing where they spilled into the ring, I was laughing was so funny. hard. <laughs> but it was like it was just, it was funny. Yeah, it was. But it was, it added to like, it's just about to end, and they're like, oh, let's fight on the ring now. Yeah, and like, because it just added, it didn't take away from anything. It no, just it's added. Funny. It's going to be great, and it wasn't like, I figured all oh, the two baby faces are going to team up, and no, they didn't. Like, they was fighting each other, and it was, yeah. it was just great. It's going to be a great fatal four-way. The Miz is going to have to do some real underhanded, dastardly things to keep his title for will. sure. I think I'm going to give the match, I'm going to give the match a 6.5, and I'm going to give... Kevin Owens commentary eleven out of ten. I'm gonna give his commentary a twelve, and I'm gonna give Byron Saxton self confidence zero to ten right now because uh, he has poor, none left. Man, like I, I I like Byron Saxton. I got nothing wrong with the guy. I got nothing either. But I'm just saying his self confidence is probably oh, shot. Just he just gets torn to shit every night. I feel bad for the guy, but um, that is that. Definitely looking forward to that fatal four way. It's it's gonna happen. Now if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna suck an idiot. But it is what it is. Um, so, uh, moving along here, the, uh, the next match that we're going to discuss, um, is, uh, Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho in a, uh, I guess, yeah, talk, who, show match. talk show hosting match. Um, kind of an interesting, kind of weird build up, kind of came out of nowhere. Kind of a stupid build. Yeah, but I have to say, I did enjoy it. Um, cause they have, they have an interesting chemistry together and cause you know, Dean Ambrose talking about Jericho's scarves and stuff. Yeah. Tie up your scarf. I like the promos here. they've had yeah. together, but I'm not a big fan of watching them wrestle. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you're just like, like, I don't really know if they're style. I don't, yeah, like or... Ambrose is the kind of brawler style and all that. And like, I feel like Jericho's like almost like, uh, I don't know what to call it. Like he's really good at facing flyers. Yeah. And guys who like to fly. Ambrose isn't that guy. No. He's Ambrose more is grounded, brawler. street yeah. brawling, uh, hard hitting sort of thing. Jericho didn't feed well off that. And it wasn't by anybody's fault. It wasn't Ambrose's fault. It wasn't Jericho's fault. They mm-hmm. both do what they do. Yeah. It's just the styles don't match. I well. think they were still kind of feeling each other out, too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Chris, the thing was with Chris Jericho, too, is I mean, anyone can say whatever they want about Chris Jericho. He's definitely one of the greatest of all time, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I mean, as he's getting older, I, f- I find that he's he's getting more technically sound. Chris Jericho's t- execution is as good as it's ever been. Yeah, speed wise and like you know a- aerial wise, he's yeah. not what he used to be. Has he slowed he's down? Sure. But it, but it, like execution wise, he's mm-hmm. never been better. Yeah, but at the same time, he'll still pull out a lion salt like nothing yeah. ha- like nothing. And I told you guys earlier, I'm like, Chris Jericho's code breakers are getting more devastating, yeah. and it, he makes it look so good. And it was great. There were some great spots. Um, I love the build-up of it. The two of them just running around doing like idiots and stuff. It was really good. Not really a whole lot else to say about the match. Um, I did enjoy it. I, I, I kind of, at the end of it, you know, I, I did like uh, Ambrose going over um, a, a bunch of the internet marks saying, oh, well, now they're burying Jericho. It's like, guys, yeah, like... good luck burying Jericho. I hope you got a back... Yeah. Yeah, I hope you got a front-end loader. Like, you're going to need a lot to... Yeah. Friggin', so It's like, he Jericho said it best on Twitter. So let me get this straight. If I lose a match, I'm jobbing. But if I win, I'm burying your talent. talent. What the... Like, what's, what the fuck? Like, what, which is it? It can't be both. I can't just have draws every night. He doesn't go against 
talent he can bury. He didn't yeah. bury AJ Styles. Look at AJ Styles. Yeah. Look at the night he just had. Like it's just it, it it's frustrating. But I'm just, um, I was just I didn't like the match itself. I gave the match a five and a half just because. The, the build-up wasn't that great, except for, like, the pro... Like, they taught, had a good couple conversations, and it was funny a little bit. But the match build-up wasn't great by any means, and the match just didn't work for me. So I'm giving it a five, just because I don't think the styles matched. And it wasn't anybody's fault. It wasn't like, oh, they just had a bad night. No, they, they, it's just Ambrose and Jericho aren't guys who should be wrestling each other. Yeah, it's kind races. of an interesting uh, interesting style. I'm I sure after like, a while it'll get better, but... I feel like if they had another match, it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give the match a 6.5, um, mainly because of the promos yeah. and just knowing that hey watch the plant watch the plant <laughs> that's oh, my favorite just, part that's yeah. my favorite part in the whole hey rivalry. watch the plant and just jericho scarves this is great i, I love this heel jericho because before he was the suit wearing heel jericho now he's like the scarf wearing heel jericho oh yeah but he's like he's like scarf. Yeah. There's no scarf. I know. Him. I was kind of, I was kind of bummed out, but I guess it's because he, when he's wrestling, he wears the, because the Christmas tree jacket. Well, the thing is, the thing is, though, everybody's like, "Oh, we want to see the scarf." Just nope, no scarf. Yeah, no scarf tonight, he's boys. He's probably reading Twitter. Everybody's like, "Oh, here comes the scarf." He's like, "Nope, no scarf." <laughs> Jericho. And he pissed everybody off. Yeah, heel Jericho, Jericho just knows how to do that. Heel Jericho is wonderful. I love Chris Jericho. Heel I Jericho love his podcast. Heel. So awesome. But um, the uh, next match we're going to talk about. Um, was definitely uh, probably one of the most interesting matches of the night. Um, did not go the way we thought it was going to. Nobody predicted um, the way it was going to go. No. No one. Um, if you did, you're wrong. You did not guess yeah, that. Yeah, there's not a single person you can that send can look the, me. You can send a copy of whatever you made that said you did did it or a link to whatever you said you think was going to happen and you got it right over to me because I do not believe you for yeah, one second. I don't either. Um, this match was the WWE uh, Women's Champion Charlotte versus Natalia with uh, Ric Flair at ringside for Charlotte and the legendary Brett the Hitman Hart at ringside for Natalia. Brett looked really good. Yeah, great to see Brett. He looked good. Obviously, everything that happened with him earlier this year, um, beat fighting and beating prostate cancer. Um, it, awesome to see. He looked great. Really happy. Um, the match itself, I really enjoyed. It was I, a good match. I don't think it could have been any better aside from the ending. We'll get to that in a second. Um, technically, technical-wise... Natalia definitely brought her A game. I think that she kind of. I think people forgot. Like she's had all these matches with like with divas. Yeah. It's no disrespect to some of the divas, but Natalia is a heart. She was trained to wrestle in the dungeon. Yes, Charlotte can wrestle. It was like they just went out there and had a women's wrestling match. Yep. A wrestling match. It was great. Um. The selling from Natalia was crazy. She was um, almost going all over board. Yeah. Some of the stuff I was kind of like, okay, calm down. Like, okay, I get Natalia's it. Natalia's got to stop taking selling lessons from Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to say that tongue-in-cheek. I mean, it, it was it was great. Um, Ric Flair being at ringside. Bret Hart kind of looking at him a couple times, pointing at him and stuff. It was just really cool. Um, and then, uh, then the end happened. Um... <laughs> Natalia was locked in uh, first. Natalia was locked in a uh, figure four. She got out of it. Yep. And then uh, Charlotte locked her in the sharpshooter for a couple seconds. And you, oh man, Natalia looks like she's gonna tap. They couldn't even get Earl Hebner for this match. No. And then all of a sudden, the friggin' bell rang, and referee Charles Robinson slid out of the ring, grabbed the title, slid back in, gave it to Charlotte, and he took off out of there. Yep. And I went, what the hell just happened? The Chicago screw job. 
went down here tonight, folks, at Payback. The uh, defending champion, Charlotte, obviously paid off the referee to make sure that Natalia tapped out to the sharpshooter so that she would retain because she did uh, not. I thought it was funny. I liked it. I thought it was funny, too. There's so many people who are so butthurt about it. Oh, I'm give just me a like, break. you know what? You guys always bitch and complain. You want something unpredictable. You want something. And you know what? Look what, what better way to build Charlotte as a heel than and help build up Natalia as a face than mm-hmm. screwing Natalia over? Exactly. And it worked because everybody's mad. Everyone's pissed. If you really think people are like, oh, well, that was her one shot or whatever the fuck. Not, as, as good not as anymore, she, not anymore. As good as the two of them look together, their next match that they're going to have is going to be phenomenal. I think that match Italian needs to win or else mm. what's the point? But I, I love that ending. Yep. The end, both of them in sharpshooters. You called that uh, on the ring <laughs> podcast. Not quite the same way. No, but I thought there was gonna be like it. one out of the ring, one in the ring, but no, they're both in the ring after the match and both had Charlotte and Rick tap into the sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. Which was funny. awesome. It was great to see Brett put on the sharpshooter. He looked a little... Uh, Little not sure when he was doing it, but I'm just like, you're, you're the hit man. He once he had that sharpshooter locked in, he just was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm Brett the Hitman. Her fucking, yeah. you could Rick's just sell it away. Oh god, Brett, please let me go. Oh god, woo, <laughs> woo. Um, it was great, a great moment. And then of course you know Charlotte escapes with her title and the heart standing in those crazy hearts. You know, as she should. Yes, she's a hero. I, I, I really want her to be the women's championship when we get married. Yeah, um, I guess you should quickly talk about that. Um, well, yes, I have a quite the affinity for Charlotte. Uh, big crush on Charlotte. I have a huge crush on Charlotte. She is, um, you know, going to be my wife one day. Uh, we're going to buy a big house on a meadow. And we're going to have uh, three uh, Siberian tigers on our ranch hmm. on the meadow. You're going to, like, breed them or anything? Or just, just no, I think them? I'm just going to keep three. And then cool. once, you know, something if anything ever happens to those three, I'll just get another three. Fair enough. I, I, I'm going to get, like, two, maybe maybe a couple Bengal tigers, too. But, like, just a couple Bengal tigers, and I want a white tiger. So that's why I want this. I think, I think the Siberian ones are the white ones. Yeah, I don't know. You have a pretty so, with tigers tonight, though. I, I'm going to get one white tiger, maybe two Bengal tigers, the orange ones. And I don't know what happens if you breed them. I don't know if they come out kind of a mix, but I might try that. I might figure it out, but I guess the, the main reasoning for you marrying Charlotte. I want to be Ric Flair's son-in-law. Yeah, I mean... Let's let's just say you're you're you're, you know, you're, you're having a family meal. Rick fights at the dinner table. And he's not quite happy with the pot roast. What you gonna do? He's gonna drop an elbow on the pot roast. Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn, this pot roast is too dry. Woo! Like literally, I'm gonna buy a video camera to like videotape everything my father-in-law is doing all the time, all the time. Just be like, oh, we're going over to see uh, we're going over to see Rick. Hold on, I gotta get the camera. What are you holding the camera for? Just in case he drops an elbow on something. And I mean, you mean someone? No, something. Look at all the things in this house. You mean things he can drop elbows on? But yeah, so Charlotte doesn't know yet, but we're getting married. Right on. Right on. Uh, hashtag uh, Brandon Mary Charlotte. Um, or Charlotte Mary Brandon, I guess. Sure. Either, either or. Hashtag Charlotte Mary Brandon. Um, one thing real quick. Uh, I didn't get. To, I haven't been able to watch the Camp WWE yet, obviously. Um, if oh you God. guys have watched it and enjoyed it, let me know because I haven't checked it out yet. I really want to the second I can. Hopefully, I can tomorrow. Um, it looks hilarious. But the one preview that just with Ric Flair, um, he was he's friggin' like getting pillows ready for the campers. 
He's like fluffing them up. So of course, in true Ric Flair style, he puts the pillow down and elbow drops it. <laughs> Woo! Elbow drops it. Puts another one down. Woo! Elbow drops it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like that. Oh, it's gonna be great. Um, but uh, great match. Um, just really happy with it. Maybe the ending kind of left a little bit to be desired. Um, excuse me. Uh, That's what you want, though. Exactly, exactly. Um, referee Charles Robinson's going to get a lot of heat for that. Um, I mean, he, first off, he called Jericho a motherfucker on live television. Now he's screwing yeah, people over. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, no, Jericho's <laughs> going to have to have him on his show again. To talk about. Actually, Ric Flair, I oh, know, Ric Flair stopped his podcast. That would have been an interesting podcast afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in all, I really enjoyed the match. Uh, they Both of them were amazing. That was a women's wrestling match. Yep. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I give it, uh, I give the match an 8 out of 10. I think that's fair. And I give Charlotte a 10 out of 10. There you go. I have no comment for on Charlotte. For obvious reasons. But, uh, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, hashtag uh, Charlotte Mary Brandon. And also, Charlotte, hit me up on Twitter. Just tell me what kind of tigers you want. Right on. So, we now come to uh, a, a very interesting uh, moment of the night. Um, obviously, there was a little bit of time that WWE had to kill, unfortunately, due to the incident with uh, in the tag team match. Um and I think we saw a pretty big time filler killer. They killed it. They killed some time, all they, right. They um, murdered it. <laughs> there was a lot of speculation over what was going to happen with uh, Vince McMahon announcing um, who was going to control Raw. Um, I don't think anyone saw it going the way it did. No. Um, I definitely didn't. That's another one where send your send your tapes in and tell us, you know, show if you us saw that you coming. Yeah, because you didn't. Everyone thought about the brand split and everything. Is that still out of the question? I don't think so, but as of right now, I don't see it happening anytime soon. No. Uh, make a long story short, Vince McMahon announced that um, ne- neither Shane or Stephanie will be running Raw by themselves. They'll be running it together. Um, kind of an interesting thing. Um, maybe this is just the McMahons trying to bring the family back together. I don't know what the fuck. Or maybe it's but... a brand split in between a brand split? Yeah. Maybe. Team Stephanie, Team Shane, who knows? Yeah, you said that earlier, and that makes sense. Um, we'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens. I mean... Um, it, I mean, that's actually... Because people were saying, oh, it can't be a brand split because they don't have enough talent. Well, this is a way to do a brand split without doing a brand split mm-hmm. and still keeping the same talent the same thing. So it's kind of like, okay, maybe that the actually The go work. with Stephanie, the faces go with Shane, basically. Exactly. So definitely an interesting dynamic. Um, and Roman goes with Vince, I guess, because nobody knows what the hell Roman is yet. Roman's not a... Bad guy. Roman goes with Linda. Roman goes with Linda. Because he's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's just Linda's guy. guy. <laughs> he's just Linda's guy. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely didn't see that coming. Um, interesting to see what happens. Though. Interesting to see I'm, what I'm happens with it. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, coming uh, up to um, the last match of the night. The main event. Um, the, your main event. Um, I'm not going to give the uh, the McMahon's uh, th- thing a rating out of 10 because that's just stupid. 10 out of um, 10. 15 out of 10. 20 out of 20. Yeah, 20 out of 20. 20 out of 5. Yeah, there you Perfect. Go. Perfect. Perfect. Best, best segment ever. Best Hashtag best segment ever. I give it 25 minutes longer than it should have been out of 25. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's the rating for it. 25 minutes longer than it should have been. Um, but uh, your last match of the evening... Um, was uh, the WWE ch- heavyweight champion Roman Reigns defending against the phenomenal one AJ Styles? Now, there was so, so, so much speculation for this match. We had we talked for probably half an hour about what we thought was going to happen. 
Not I think we keep one. on forgetting to do this. Don't overthink it. It's yes. probably the simplest solution you can think of at yes. the time. Um, I know I overthought it. Nothing happened even remotely what I thought was going to happen. But if you guys want to hear anything about uh, our re- what we thought was going to happen at Payback, you can always go back and listen to the uh, Predictions Podcast. You can find that on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, the whole nine yards. I'll do my little spiel after here. Um, but uh, definitely an interesting match. Um, AJ Styles looked great. Roman Reigns looked great. Yeah. Uh, Roman looked. Roman looked. Foot. Can't say. Phenomenal. He looked. You can't say phenomenal. He looked He's amazing. A, he looked you know really what? great. For lack of a better term, he looked really, really, yeah. really good. Um, at moments, he looked like a heel. Yeah. At moments, he looked like a very vicious face. Yeah. At moments, they tried to give him sympathy. Oh, excuse me, guys. Um. And he played each part well. Yeah, like, that's the thing with Roman. And, like, is, if you're still like, oh, I don't like Roman Reigns, or, oh, he's not a good worker, then there, there's no saving you. Yeah. There's really not. If you don't, if you still don't like Roman Reigns and you still don't think that, if you think that was a bad match, sorry, but you should probably stop rest, watching yeah, watch Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it's not for you. I, 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 I saw so many people bashing the shit out of the entire pay-per-view. And I'm just like, okay, like, listen, like, just. This was a really decent pay-per-view. Yeah. And I mean, if if you didn't like the pay per view and you have some good solid reasons and they're legit reasons, okay, fine. But unfortunately, that Roman versus Styles match was not a reason to not like the pay per view. No, it wasn't. And if you didn't like it because of that reason, then you're just you're just a Roman hater. Because the main event is supposed to be the best match of the night. Mm-hmm. That was the best match of the night yeah. for me. I agree. Uh, at first, I wanted to say Owens and Zayn, but I think it was more just because I had so much respect at what. Yeah. The match they, they had pulled to do off that, after. Yeah. Um, but uh, both guys looked great. Um, obviously, the match uh, kind of ended prematurely at first with that count-out spot, count and out. I was so pissed <laughs> off. But you realize how much time was left. It's yeah. Like, okay, it make and that's the thing is, I, I always give the, a lot of fans shit for not letting stuff play out. Yeah. And look what I did. I was a stupid internet marker for a couple seconds and went, what the fuck? I knew once, once I saw him count-out, there's like 20 minutes left, I'm like... It's not anything like that. Yeah, then Shane came out and announced there was going to be uh, no count out, and I went, so then we're going to see Stephanie, who's going to announce the disqualification, and then we're going to see Gallows and Anderson, and so on and so forth. So that all did happen. Um, it was kind of an interesting thing what they're doing with the whole Gallows and Anderson thing, because AJ Styles was out outside of the ring. Roman was getting really vicious. It looked like Roman was going to win. Um, Gallows and Anderson pulled AJ out, yeah. and kind of AJ was kind of stunned on the floor. And then... Uh, they went in and attacked Roman Reigns with the uh, boot of doom. They really, they stopped first. And that's what I'm like, are they going to turn or yeah, what's going they, they stopped first. I think, that, I think that was all by design. I think they stopped first at the ring, make it look like you might turn on AJ, but then don't. Yeah, then they didn't at the last minute. Um, so our predictions were very wrong. Yes, very Especially wrong. by, excuse me again, guys, holy cow, I apologize. Um, like I said, it's uh, been a bit of a long day, but we're, we're, right, we're winding down here. Um, but, uh, that that friggin' name and that finish, I do not like it. I like the finish. Why the fuck couldn't they just think of a better name? I don't know. Maybe it, maybe that's the point. Call it the shoehorn. Just literally, because I know those guys are so funny and entertaining. It's probably a rib. Probably, probably like, yeah. we're going to call it the boot of doom, brother, okay? That was even Vince's thing. It was, he's like, oh, that sounds stupid. No, no, but, no but Vince, it's a rib. <laughs> you know, I like it. Huh? Boot yeah. of doom it is. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, now you now you know, you kind of like it now, don't you? Yeah, I kind of like it now. That I thought, <laughs> I, thought I thought about it for a second, and now I like it. Um, that's just me. But um, uh, 
I thought that was going to be the end of the match. And then I thought that'd be the Bullet Club and so forth, as most people, I think, did. But uh, that's not what happened. Um, obviously, the uh, the Usos came out to assist their cousin. Um, I have no problem with the Usos coming out and helping. Um, my my whole thing is that uh, Ganderson, Ganderson and Aloes, wow. Wow, I'm getting there. I I need, I, oh, I apologize, guys. Someone needs some sleep. Someone needs to. I, well, like I said, going since four o'clock this morning. It's my life. Um, but uh, Gallows and Anderson, um, I feel like they need to just be this dominant force. And yeah, the WWE's playing. The, the Usos are a great tag team. They're good workers. Them, those two teams in a tag match would be great. Mm. In that situation, Anderson and Gallows looked. Weak, yeah, because especially Gallows, he could have taken both of them, no problem. Yeah, and I mean, I get it, they're out there defending their family, so they're gonna fight hard, but it's like, come on, really, you can't expect me to buy that, man. Come on, I just should they have interfered and fought, sure, but I mean, like, they took it to Gallows and Anderson for a little bit, and I was kind of like, but I'm sure they will come back. I'm interested to see what happens because they didn't really. This whole thing is they'd be like, oh, who is are they is AJ with them or not? Or because AJ is totally a face. Yeah. But Anderson and Giles have kind of been brought in his heels, and that we brought in brought in his heels literally. Um, and it's like you know we're gonna make sure you win the championship, and AJ's kind of like he doesn't want their help and stuff. And it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens tomorrow night on Raw. Um, yeah. Well, I guess technically tonight on Raw. As we uh, yeah. as this is uploaded, it is Monday. As we record this, it is Sunday. Well, it's technically um, Monday. Well, technically it's Monday now. It's uh, well after twelve now. Um, but uh, I enjoyed the match. Um, both guys match. looked great. Uh, friggin' AJ Styles, man, is, is, is a once in a lifetime talent. Roman Reigns gets better every time I see him. Yep. Um, he's gonna be, he's gonna get over, and everybody's like, oh no, don't get no. He's gonna get over. Sorry, buddies. Yeah, uh, even if he gets Roman's over as a heel. Roman's going to be over. Yeah, even if he's well, over technically as a, he's already over, but... He's over as shit as a heel, because <laughs> everyone boos the shit out of him. Um, and WWE's just like, oh, they love to boo Roman Reigns, and it's like, yeah, okay. It's his gimmick now. It's he's just the guy that gets booed. He gets booed. He's just like, fuck it all. He owns it. I don't really, And he owned it tonight. Like, just his entrance, you can tell. It's like, he's he's getting used to it now. He's, he's getting, just like, he's like all right, bo- he's just like, boo me. I don't even care. Yeah. And eventually, one guy starts cheering, and then... Like, I, I call myself a hipster Roman Reigns fan. Because mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite guys in the company right now. And everybody's like, oh my god, you like Roman Reigns? Only kids and ladies like Roman Reigns. Well, I'm a hipster that way. Then I'm a kid and a hipster, I guess. Fuck I'm it. a hipster. I'm a hipster wrestling fan who likes Roman Reigns. Get over it. Yeah, and and then mean, once everybody's like, once he's over, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna let everybody know I liked Roman Reigns before it was cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's becoming podcast. uncool to not like Roman Reigns at this point. Yeah, basically. After that match, he's like, oh, I don't like Roman Reigns. Well, then you're, <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like, just Roman Reigns is here to stay. I don't like Roman day. Reigns. He 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 looks. He's got the good. He's got a good look. He puts on good matches. Just can't like him. I find nothing likable about him. Fuck okay. off. And then and then I'll hear them saying the same breath. Oh, but Bill Goldberg's one of the greatest wrestlers who ever lived. And you should go take a long walk of a short pier. That's I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, don't die or anything. Just fall in the fall in the lake. Get a little wet and a little cold. Yeah. Um, and just, just rethink your close. life a don't, little bit. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't don't die or nothing. Don't die. Uh, Come close though. Come close. Uh, that's that. Um, I feel bad for saying that. Uh, well, <laughs> you know. But that match for me was a nine. Yeah. Solid nine. Not, you know what? Nine and a half. I'll mm-hmm. give it as close to a ten as I can. That was really really well done. 
definitely just before here, I got to say, someone had to be the heel of this podcast. Uh, it happened I'm to be Brandon. 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 Brandon's playing the role of heel because uh, the heel Ryan Wood is not here. I'm um, the I'm the, I'm the, the first he, man, the, brother. Yeah, the first man. <laughs> I, I can't be the third, I mean. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, Brandon gave me 9 out of 10. Um, I'm not going to quite go with that only because I, I kind of – I wanted something more to happen. I don't know what it was. I'm, I mean, again, me hipster Roman Reigns fan. I'm yeah. gonna be like, yeah, nothing happened. I like it. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, Balor's coming. Balor's no, Balor. No, he is wasn't not coming. coming. No, he's not. Balor's not coming. It'll be too soon to bring in Balor. You have to bring mm-hmm. in Balor for something big. You don't realize how big a star Finn Balor is. Like, if you like, I, I realize like Finn Balor's the one of the last guys they brought in who they rebranded. Finn Balor is Prince Devitt. Yeah, literally, he's Prince Devitt is a global superstar. Yeah. Finn Balor, of course, is a global superstar now, but, like, Prince Devitt is Prince Devitt. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not the WWE bringing in Finn Balor. It's the WWE bringing in the old Prince Devitt. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Absolutely. That's not something you just save for a, uh, a pay-per-view, like, payback. No. You want something you're, gonna, you, you're really going to remember? You bring him back at a SummerSlam. You, yeah. You bring him out at a special Raw, maybe. Something. Because that's your flagship show. Yeah, right? and I'm sure they will. And, but you bring him back at either... A, f- a big episode of Raw or a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam. Absolutely, and I'm sure that's what they'll do. And he's gonna—it's gonna be when you don't expect it, because they're no—they—they they, people think the WWE doesn't listen to the internet community. They listen. They want to just swerve you, though. Oh yeah, and I feel like they're so they're gonna wait until nobody's talking about Balor, and then hey guys, you want a Balor? Here he is. They're still doing the same thing with Bailey. Mm-hmm. They could now with Corbin, Enzo, and Cass, uh, Apollo Crews. Everybody kind of knew it was coming because that the night after WrestleMania, you know, things like that yeah, happened. Something had to happen. But with the big stars like Bailey and Balor, Bailey and Balor, Bailey and Balor, Bailey Balor. and Balor, uh, you they're the biggest stars there. Yeah. The they, best they not the couple wait in NXT. Till the perfect time. Yeah. To bring those two up, it's gonna be great. Bailey will be, be first. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We could see Bailey probably in the next couple months. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. I don't think we see Balor till August. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I don't I don't think uh, Balor's done with Samoa Joe yet. No, just my opinion. But uh, oh, excuse me, guys, as I uh, give one last big yawn here. <laughs> um, Should we do an overall pay per view, Mark? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna just uh, the Roman Reigns Styles match. I really enjoyed it. Just to finish up here. I give it a uh, give give it my eight eight and a, eight and a half eight and a half out of ten. Uh, as far as an overall of the pay per view, um, I enjoyed it. Obviously, due to um, you know the, the the unfortunateness that happened, I feel like it would have been a better pay per view. That's nothing anyone can control. Um, once again, thoughts go out to Enzo. Get better, Enzo. Hopefully, everything is okay. Uh, as of right now, it appears that it's a concussion. Um, again, I will keep you guys. Updated on that uh, as, as anything comes out. I will definitely post something. Hopefully, we'll get more tomorrow. But yeah. uh, for me, the whole pay per view as a whole, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I'm gonna go a seven and a half out of ten, just because like I thought there's a lot of things they did right. I think there's a couple things they didn't. And yeah, I think it was just it was a good pay per view. It was a solid pay per view. Definitely, a lot of stuff they could have done better, but there's a lot of stuff that could have gone worse. Yeah, absolutely. Like that Roman Styles match was a big one, big question mark. If that went badly, the pay per view is going to be seen as bad. Oh yeah, that match went very well. 
didn't give did it give the result everybody wanted. No, Roman Reigns won clean. Well, as clean as he could. Cleanish, yeah. I mean, nobody really got it. Like he took out the guys and then he pinned AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Roman Reigns is a champion. Mm. At goodness, that have been on myself. At the end of it all, guys. That is going to wrap up this uh, payback review podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so so much for tuning in and clicking that play button. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at The Hotter Show for any updates on uh, Enzo More, anything, any updates at all on The Hotter Show. Follow me on Twitter at The Hotter Show. You can also f- follow me on Instagram at The Hotter Show. Be sure to subscribe on the YouTube. If you are currently listening, be sure to give this a like. If you're listening on the SoundCloud, be sure to subscribe and follow on the SoundCloud and give this a like. And last but not least, don't forget to check The Hotter Show out on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a comment. Let me know what you guys think about the podcast. Personally, I listen to it on iTunes, and it's so much easier. It's the easiest medium to listen to the podcast. It really is. and I mean, It comes to your phone automatically. Literally, guys, all you have to do is go on one time, just once. Go on, subscribe to The Hotter Show, and it will set it up for automatic download. You will never have to go looking for The Hotter Show again. It is that easy. Um, It all counts to me. The more people that listen to the show, the better things are going to get. Um, so thank you to everyone who has already subscribed, followed, liked, all that fun stuff. Got to give a quick shout out to, uh, the, uh, I guess technically calling him a sponsor now, um, just because it's easier. Uh, Mr. Jason Reese of J Bird Digital Arts. Um, he did all the new, uh, logos and graphics for the harder show, uh, especially for the, uh, episode 30, the live stream coming up here on uh, May 12th. At 7 p.m., be sure to check out the event for that. If you have not, be sure to uh, either let me know if you're going, if you're interested in going. Be sure to uh, comment on the page if you have any questions or anything like that. Um, Very, very excited to that. Um, So thank you again, Jason, for doing that stuff for me. Really appreciate it. Guys, be sure to go ahead and give their Facebook page a like. You can find it on the Honda Show page or just check them out on the web at www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That's www.jaybird, digitalarts.com. Thank you guys again. That's going to be it for us. Brandon. Thank you for having me on. Thank you very much. And we will catch you guys next time on the Hunt Show. Thanks for listening.